So one of the questions that I get more and more when I'm out on the campaign trail is about the Electoral College and people who are frustrated with the Electoral College. They don't understand it and they want to get rid of it. So in this podcast, I'd like to explain to you why I believe it is so important, why it was put in place in the first place, and why is it that so many people want to get rid of it? Well, maybe we can start with the third one first. The reason why they want to get rid of it is quite simple. It's because they're not getting their way. And they know that if a popular vote was allowed to be in place, that they would get it their way because they agree with the same things that would be agreed upon in the blue states and the blue cities where the majority of the state population lives. So it's pretty simple math for them. Get rid of the Electoral College, then everything will be done by popular vote, and we'll choose our presidents that way. Well, the first thing that we have to understand is that it was never, ever, ever about a popular vote. People misunderstand this country and how it was founded. There was never a design or an intent to have a majority rule society. We are a republic. We are not a democracy. And there are wonderful, great reasons for that. And if you don't know the difference, in a democracy, we would just all vote on everything. And whoever the majority is, they would win. In a republic, we send representation and powers are divided. And I want to explain to you why that is so important. In fact, I had somebody the other day say to me, or actually it was a comment online, and somebody was defending Liz Cheney and somebody came on and said, Liz Cheney was fired because she wasn't doing what her constituents want. Well, the idea of representation is not that you do everything that your constituents want. What do you do when you know they're wrong? The reason for representation was that there's no way that all of us could know what all the ins and outs of an issue are. So we send representatives to legislative halls and those representatives ideally will be able to wrap their brain around the issue, get a true understanding of every aspect and everything going on, and then vote yes with some consideration as to what their constituents want, but also vote what they think is right based upon the information that they have that nobody else has. And that's why representation is so important. If we just want our representatives to do only the things that we want them to do, then why do we need the representative? What's their role? Let's just have an app and everybody votes on every issue and majority rule, end of story. Well, like I said, there's a lot of reasons for that. So let's get back to the Electoral College and get to the design of the Electoral College. As I said, people are under the mistaken belief that this country was designed so that everybody could have an equal vote and an equal voice. That's not accurate. The Constitution was designed to give states a voice 
and states of voice. Now, you would have a voice within those states, but the states are the ones who retain the power and the states are the ones who make the choices. This was a huge part of the debate during the Constitutional Convention. We have to remember, and I've said this in other podcasts, that the federal government gets its authority from the states. The states decided we will give up a piece of our authority to the federal government so that they can do the things that only the federal government can do. But then we'll have this thing called the Tenth Amendment that says anything that is not reserved, not written in the Constitution is reserved for the states. And this is because, remember, we are called the United States of America. So they didn't want a system where one side of the country or the other side or large population centers could overrule the power of other states. And I think there's incredible genius in this. First of all, if you think about it, there would be no reason for presidential candidates to go anywhere except for what? Two or three states where the majority of the people live. They would never go to the smaller states. They would never go hunting for individual electoral college votes in states that have small numbers. They wouldn't have to. So in that way, the states with the highest populations would be deciding who our presidents are. And you might be thinking, well, Jay, the uh, presidential candidates don't come and visit us here in Utah unless they're fundraising. Well, that's not the fault of the Electoral College. That's the fault of us, we the people. We've already decided how we're going to vote, and they know it. And so why would they come here hunting votes? Meanwhile, they'll go to other states that have fewer Electoral College votes and their swing states, and they'll spend millions of dollars in those states, and they'll visit them over and over again. And I'll do another podcast on this, but this is how addiction to one party system actually hurts us. When they know how we're going to vote, then they don't have to come to us for that vote. I mean, when was the last time you heard anything about Congress saying Congress would like to pass a bill, but they're they're on pins and needles to wait and find out how Chris Stewart is going to vote. Or they're on pins and needles to find out how Mike Lee is going to vote. There's, there's no such thing. In fact, we don't even need these guys in office because the parties know how they're going to vote. You might as well just hand the vote over to the parties and let them do the voting. So that's where the Electoral College really comes into play. It makes the individual states matter. If you eliminated the Electoral College right now, our state would disappear. And so would a lot of the other small states. We would no longer have a say in who our president is. That's why there was incredible genius in setting up the Electoral College. And I know it means that you may not be getting your way, but it wasn't set up for you to decide. And I know this is hard for people to get, it was set up for the states to decide. The United, the United States of America. So I am a firm believer in the Electoral College. 
I actually love that states get to decide how they were ha will handle their elections. That makes elections much harder to rig. One of the reasons why you can't claim election fraud is because you can't just uh, rig an election in a county or in a state. You would have to rig it in multiple counties and multiple states across the country, which is just an impossibility. All of these things are an important feature and element of the Electoral College. And if you don't like that you're not getting your way, then stand up and fight in the arena of ideas where you can change hearts and minds and you can get what you want. And the other thing that I would point out, it's not like we all have the same number of electoral votes. The majority states, the highest population states, still have the highest number of votes proportionately. So they still have a greater say in what is going on. So anybody who acts like they don't, they just don't understand how the system works. So that is why, once again, we need to keep the Electoral College. It's the only way to keep smaller states relevant. And that is the genius design of our founding fathers.